0: Good morning. Hey, let me, uh, um, just open up in a quick word of prayer. Okay. Uh, dear Lord. Oh, just thank you for your presence, uh, here this morning. Thank you for, uh, bringing each and every one of us here. Um, there, there is a reason why we are here this morning. Um, we may not know it. We may not understand it, but there is a reason. Um, let us all have an open heart and mind to listen to your word this morning and, uh, and your story. Um, and just thank you for all your guidance and faith in every one of us. In your name we pray. Amen. So throughout this year, um, I'm going to be up and down. So uh, throughout this year, I've been been hearing stories. Um, listen to Brian, Steve, Marcus. Um, let's see, Carl, uh, Scott, uh, I'm probably missing somebody if I am, I'm sorry, but, uh, I'm listening to these stories and, and I'm thinking, you know, I approached and said, Hey, earlier in the year, I said, I'd like to, I'd like to share. Um, and, and I got to thinking, where would I be without my foxhole? Okay, that was a question when I said, I want to share. And I started thinking, what do I want to share? I've given my full-blown testimony at CR. um, And so, you know, what, what question can I bring? And that's what I kept asking myself. Where would I be without my foxhole? You know what, I don't know if I can answer that. That's a very hard question but I can tell you where I would not be, okay? I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Six years ago, I walked into a foxhole, went to Man Church. It was Man Church then, at Warehouse Church. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we walked in, and um, I'll share a little bit about that later, but it was six years ago. I don't know where I would be. I, I, would, I would not be here. I would not be a leader in Celebrate Recovery here on campus, working with teens and, and adults every Friday night. Uh, yes, my Fridays are extremely long. I get done at 10 o'clock, uh, 6 o'clock with you guys and 10 o'clock with there. That's a long night. Uh, Schatzman teased me about it one time. He said, boy, that's a long night, <laughs> long day. And, uh, but, uh, you know, with my career, I don't know where I'd be. You know, I don't know if I would have the same job I'm having today because of some of the struggles. And you're going to hear a story here in a minute about some of that. And, you know, I do know, though, that some of the struggles that I've had, the isolation, the anger issues, and some of those things, that isolation, you know, I I would still be isolating a lot more. That's a struggle. Uh, having those relationships to be able to share is very important. but you know, as far as a relationship with God, I don't think I would be as close as I am now with God, if it wasn't for the foxhole and being able to share. Um, see, going back to my teenage years, um, I have trust issues. And there was a few things that happened. And with those trust issues comes control. Because if I don't trust somebody, I have the need to want to control it. Okay? And with that comes isolation because nobody can do it as well as I can. Right? Because I'm controlling it and you can't do it as well as I can. so then that stuff gets bottled up because... I can't, I'll just do it. Get out of my way. I got this, right? So with that, isolation, it becomes bottle up. It's a big burden. And then eventually that, that's going to erupt. And with me, it erupted in anger at different times. And the individual, maybe the anger was, was displayed towards, had no idea there was an issue. And so as I walk through life, that trust issue continued. Um, Always been in a Christian home, been in a church, been in men's groups, but I never felt that I could trust a group of men because I felt I was being judged until I walked into our foxhole six years ago. And with that, let me say this there was a night that I came home from work and my wife was preparing dinner and she told me something a decision she had made for the day and I have a control issue right I wasn't consulted for the next several minutes I unleashed a verbal onslaught assault I'll say assault It was there. I mean, I was angry. I said some things I shouldn't have said, and it went on for a few minutes. And after a few minutes and seeing a little bit of fear in her eyes, um, you know, I stopped, and it was like nothing happened the rest of the night. Okay? I didn't understand it. Didn't know why. But that was normal in my life at that time. The next morning just happened to be Manchurch Foxhole, Convoy Foxhole. Um, and I get into the foxhole and, you know, remember I have some trust issues. And it was a few weeks before one of our men had shared something that helped work on those trust issues and recognition Um, This young man had shared with our group that he needed prayer at a specific time every day or on a Monday because he has a pornography issue and he has a flex schedule and he's at home alone. So being so specific with that allowed me and I believe the rest of the, the group to, to trust, to see the trust that's needed and and what we needed to do to support. So at nine o'clock every Monday morning, we're praying for that young man. That is really, you know, something that, that I was missing in my life, the specifics. So the night or the morning after um, this little anger outburst, we're, we hear our lesson and we go in our foxholes and 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 we're talking answering the questions and and you know I said guys I need help I have some issues I looked every one of them in the eye and said I have issues I have an anger issue I don't know why I yelled at my wife last night just said some things I shouldn't have said and and I need prayer to to figure out what the problem is and at that point one of the other young men in the group looked at me and said, I did that two weeks ago. I don't know why either. So there became a whole conversation and support and trust with each other. And, and that became, you know, a, a constant accountability. How are you doing with this? Text messages, emails, phone calls. The next week in, fo- in Foxo, so... How was your week? Did you have any outbursts? And it was back and forth with each other. Um, you know, when I was able to share that, you know, the burden was just lifted. It, uh, the emotional freedom and spirit of not holding that weight and knowing that, okay, I have a group of men here I'm trusting. Once I tell you that, I can't take it back. It's there, you know? It's like when you write it on paper, now we write and delete (laughs) in there. But when we're writing in our journal, it's there, right? In an ink pen, it's there. Just like when we tell someone, or I tell someone, told this story, I'm like, man, I can't take that back now. But you know what? Instead of being apprehensive about that, there was a huge burden lifted and a spiritual freedom. And I say spiritual freedom meeting the emotional strain of the isolations and feeling that I needed to be perfect all the time and couldn't have an issue was over. And that was thanks to the gentleman there with me saying, hey, I've got the same issues. I have times where I have that same kind of stuff. We can walk through this together. Um, That was huge. James 5.16 says... Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. I like that last part so that you may be healed. Soak on that for just a second so that you may be healed. I felt a healing that day because that was the first time that I really let loose with a group of guys. You know, I've confessed my sins to God. I've talked to pastors, but really boiling down to an issue and saying, guys, I need help. I felt a healing that day. Is how I felt. Matthew 5.8 says, happy are the pure in heart. I felt a little pureness coming through my soul by being able to release some of these uh, things that have been bothering me for, um, see, I'm 52. That was about six years ago. That's about 46. I'm, I'm getting there for a large part of my life. So during this last six years, that, that's one little story of my foxhole. I've got a couple more that really have really set me up to, to be here today. Um, I was at work. Uh, some of you know I'm, I'm a department store manager. Um, I have a boss, the district manager. Most of them like to tell you everything you do wrong, right? That's Bosses like to do that sometimes. Um, but I, ha- I had one that uh, I sort of got under my skin a little bit. I think we've all been there. And, but I liked him and respected him. And, and, but we were sitting down, he came in for a visit at my store and we we did the whole walkthrough. And then he sits down and and we're doing a little recap and and he's talking about some things. And and I don't understand what he's talking about because it really wasn't me, it was a previous store he was in, is what I'm thinking because I knew what he was doing at the store before he came to my store. (laughs) Um, But, Through this conversation, he called me incompetent. Those were his exact words. You are actually incompetent. These are incompetent behaviors. Okay? That's tough. Any human being to take that, um, to say I didn't want to jump across the table and just knock him silly, eh, you know. But... You know, there was a couple other members of the district staff sitting there, and after we all sort of picked our mouth up off the floor, because we're like, okay, the things you've been saying is we're thinking this isn't what's going on here. And I think he realized it, okay? But he still said it. He can't take that back, even to this day. And... He gets up and abruptly leaves because I I questioned something, and he said, well, just fix it, and gets up and abruptly leaves. And and I'm sitting there with two other gentlemen, and we're just sort of like in awe and like, okay, what do I do now? And one of the gentlemen there with me, he's a believer, is a very good friend of mine, um, and he looks at me and he says, you need to go home and pray with your wife about this tonight. Okay? This happened on a, a Wednesday. Back then we met on Thursdays, I believe. And we went to Foxhole the next morning, I like think we were at Chick-fil-A this time. Um, and, and I shared my struggles, the incompetent, how, how I'm incompetent with, with my team. I think we've all been there where we've had frustrations and, and every one of the the guys just, again, said, Hey, you know, I've, I've having difficulties with my boss. Let's see how we're going to work and and pray through this and and text messages of encouragement. Hey, don't give up, be yourself, do what you know how to do because you know that you're doing right. Those types of things coming in, walked me through that because I tell you what I wanted to, put my keys in the safe, lock it, go to the parking lot, and call the guy and say, hey, the keys are in the safe. Good luck getting them out because I know you don't have the combination. (laughs) You know? Uh, I seriously wanted to do that, but, you know, it's interesting. Through that support and communication and support being encouragement and hearing the other guy say, yeah, I've been struggling with this boss, Um. You know, my guy is pretty rough uh, around the edges. And, and, I, you know, to this day, actually, me and this guy, uh, he's no longer my boss. <laughs> um, but he walked me through a tough time, actually, after that. And, and we have some very good conversations when we see each other once a year. Uh, instead of running and hiding from him or saying, I don't even want to go down that hallway, uh, we look and seek each other out. But without that encouragement from the foxhole, there is no way that uh, I'd have been able to do that. Um, you know, the encouragement aspect. Colossians two, 2 and 3 says, My purpose is that they may be encouraged in my heart, or may encourage in my heart, and untied in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding. In order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in, who are, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Okay. One more. A couple years ago, uh, my mom was extremely ill, uh, She's she's 80. I um, went down to visit with her and my brother and she 's having some some health issues and uh, heart issues and so I went down and via long distance, I texted the guys and said, "I need prayer my mom 's not well uh, texted several different groups of, of guys that i 'm involved with and and you know prayers coming back. Um, and this was a very long Friday, I think it was. And you know, she goes in to do a cath at eight o'clock in the morning, and it's ten o'clock at night, and they still haven't done it. I think some of us have been there probably with with some of those things. Um, but uh, me and my brother made some decisions uh, to change doctors right then on the fly. My brother has a heart transplant, so he's got a good end with a heart doctor, Baptist, little rock. So we picked up the phone, made some calls. Got her in that next week. But here's the problem I was going to be in Austin that next week doing a Celebrate Recovery one day training conference. Uh, my wife and I travel and do some of those. I couldn't change that and didn't know what was going to hold for my mom when. Knew that she was going to go into the hospital or go to the doctor on Tuesday, Wednesday. It was Wednesday, and we were flying down on Tuesday. And so we get down to Austin and my brother calls me and says she's admitted to the hospital They're doing uh, a, a double bypass Friday morning. Uh, I can't get back. It's just can't. Uh, reached out to the guys and said, hey, this is what's happening. I need some serious, this is going to be hard for me to do my job here and be with my mom spiritually and in prayer. I want to be there, but I can't. And just constant words of prayer throughout the day um, for the next several days, instead of a double bypass, it ended up being quadruple. Um, that's tough. Um, and just having that avenue for me to know that there are some guys that I've walked through some things with, I've, you know, supported them. They've supported me. Um, you know, father-in-law's been in the group having cancer and, just, you know, wives having cancer or whatever the, the problems are, um, the issues, being able to walk through and having that avenue to reach out from a long distance and not being able to see face to face was extremely valuable to me. And it helped me walk through that particular weekend, um, uh, cause I wanted to hop a plane and go and, um. My brother's like, no, there's nothing you can do but sit here in the hospital room and look at her. <laughs> you know, get back in town, come, come in. We'll, she'll be able to talk to you then. So, you know, we'll keep you posted. You know, wise, wise thing there. Um, so, you know, share and support. I was able to share my troubles, receive support through text messaging, prayers, individual phone calls. Um, with these three stories, you know, I, I asked that question, you know, where would I be without my foxhole? Okay. And then I started looking at, when I was preparing this, I started looking, um, looked at the values of the foxhole. I don't know if any of you guys have actually looked at those. I so, mean, been around a while, probably have. Um But, uh, you know, relationships is one of the values. We believe in foxholes where men are accepted, affirmed, encouraged, and challenged. Think of the foxhole that I'm involved with. I've hit all these values. Okay. Encouragement. We believe God calls men to encourage other men. Courage. We believe God will lead men to remove their mask and become vulnerable and transparent with other men. I still am amazed about the amount of courage that I have had to muster up to ask for assistance. I'm a man. Oh, oh. You know, I can handle it. But to get down on the knees and say, guys, I need help to another man is a lot of Courage. Sharing, we believe God calls men to walk with other men through their trials and battles. I like to compare that to a three-legged sack race. You need someone else to do it with you. You can't do a three-legged sack race by yourself. You tie two legs together, and you need to be in unison with that person to win that race. And that's sort of where our foxholes are at, too, with sharing and encouragement. Stories. We believe men celebrate God's glory by telling their stories of what God had done and is doing in their lives. Sharing is telling your story. No matter there's no big or small in my book. Uh, that's that's what some of the things those values there. I look back at The six years that I've been involved with my current Fox. there's three of us have been doing it for six years. Some of you guys have been doing some things a little longer. We've had um, four years, six years, three years. Um, And uh, I really value the relationship I have with those guys and what it means to my life to be able to pick up the phone or look forward to seeing them that next week and saying, you know, how are you doing? How are you walking through this? James 5.16. Let me say this one more time. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Um, I know it's 7 o'clock. Can I have just a couple minutes? Um, we talk about, you know, we're, we're going to try to come back in two weeks. Unfortunately, I'm going to be taking my daughter to college. Um I'll get it with Scott, and we'll figure out what that looks like. I'm sure I'll have something to share there. But uh, I can't stress, I think I've stressed what the foxhole means to me. I, again, I can't answer that question, what I could do without it. But, you know what, I can tell you why—why why I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be uh, some of the things that I mentioned earlier. Um, just a, a valuable time. And there... Um, so for the next two minutes, if you guys could just close your eyes and listen to what I'm going to read and see what you think. Okay? If you guys could do that for me, I, I would appreciate it. Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain. We all have sorrow. But if we are wise, we know there, there's always tomorrow. Tomorrow. Lean on me when you're not strong and I will be your friend. I'll help help you carry on for it won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. Please swallow your pride if I have things you need to borrow for one you can fill those of your needs that you won't let show. You just call on me, brother, when you need a hand. We all need somebody to lean on. I might have a problem that you'll understand. We all need somebody to lean on. Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on, for it won't be long, till I'm going to need somebody to lean on. You just call me brother when you need a hand. We all need somebody to lean on. I just might have a problem that you'll understand. We all need somebody to lean on. If there is a load you have to bear that you can't carry, I'm right up the road. I'll share your load. If you just call me, call me if you need a friend. Call me. Call me. I am there. Jesus, thank you very much for being here today in your presence. Thank you for uh, just uh, working in my life in the relationship and being open arms. Uh, thank you for uh, Convoy, uh, the men here, my foxhole, my uh, the courage that you give each and every one of us every day um, to walk through life and be humble uh, and share. And the power that we have um, in our lives, I don't think we understand it sometimes, the influence we have on each other. And let us just be humble enough to lean on each other and share and support. Thank you for all your love in your faith, in your gentleness. (coughs) Amen.